What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and it is ah, it is August. It is a little hot in the in the Bay Area right now, but your boy Just the West and I got on the line in SoCal right now. Uh, I got T up. T up. Are you there? Yo, what it do? What it do, baby? How, how hot is it over in uh, was it Fullerton, Anaheim? Where, where are you at right now? Yeah, uh, I stay in Mahabra, but it's, uh, actually it's been cooling down. It's, uh, it's nice, there's a little cool breeze, okay. but uh, definitely the sun's out, so it's, uh, it's warm. Okay, for sure, for sure. Well, uh, for those that follow the NFC West, which I would hope so since you're checking out a NFC West podcast, um, Niners, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, yeah, preseason week one is in the books and so a couple good things couple bad things um you know kyler murray had his first i guess unofficial starts because it's preseason so it's not an official start he looked good uh the niners beat the cowboys that's always nice at home uh the rams played the raiders it's cool and then uh the seahawks they they beat the broncos and that's awesome too uh tup did you check out any of the preseason games just to call you out uh, unfortunately, I was only able to watch just one of the games, um, but it wasn't even live. I had to catch the replay with the uh, Niners and the Cowboys. But I did catch some of the highlights of the other game. And, uh, yeah, Kyler Murray definitely looked uh it's really fun let's let's go ahead think? yeah let's go ahead and get started with them arizona cardinals so kyler murray he goes six for seven i believe um he doesn't get the best you know in terms of possession on the field he started like what like the two yard line for christ's sake backed up in his own end zone but yeah he went six for seven i think it was like what 49 yards or something like that um he should have gone seven for seven actually but uh his receiver i believe it was uh Keyshawn johnson the rookie fifth round pick he's been having a solid camp by the way but uh he did a um he was out of bounds and he kept back in made the catch but it was an incompletion because of that um yeah i don't know what what do you think top of mind with that tee up i think uh it looked like how he's going through progression smoothly his his pass for chris it looks like uh arizona has the overall regenerative I just, you know, it's preseason. They were timing routes. They were quick. You saw the four wide receiver offense that Cliff Kingsbury was really trying to implement, um, you know, for this upcoming season. I I do worry a little bit about the offensive line down the road. Uh, Justin Pugh right now, he's, he's hurt again. I think that he's only been healthy one time which was his rookie season and so uh i think that you're gonna you know you saw mason cole he took the left guard spot i think aq shipley is gonna be you know he's slated to start at center this upcoming year and so i mean their their offensive line is kind of kind of thin to begin with um i don't know uh any any other thoughts about this game andy isabella he was hurt hakeem butler he did play but he's been kind of erratic he had a couple of uh uh, he's had drops this this entire training camp. He'll have you know signs of brilliance, and then he'll have a couple of miscues. Um, any other thoughts about this game? I know you didn't really watch this game per se, but anything else off of mind? Um, what, what do you what did you think of Arizona's uh, rookie wide receivers other than uh, Johnson? Keyshawn Johnson, you know, I I really man, he's been a pleasant surprise. Actually, he is 
as of right now, you have Christian Kirk. Um, you know, presumably you would have Larry Fitzgerald as the starters. Uh, as of right now, he's having the strongest camp out of all the rookie receivers. Uh, that includes Andy Isabella, Akeem Butler, uh, Isaac Zico. And so he would actually, if the season were to start right now, he would be the number three on the depth chart. He would be the slot wide receiver, which speaks volumes to the progression that he's made. Um, but he's a bigger receiver, too. He's kind of in that Hakeem Butler mold, per se. Um, he's six feet, uh, 200 pounds, um, a bigger receiver, and he's, he's looked the part. He was actually very productive at Fresno State, uh, but what really hampered his draft you know, stock was his, his 40 time. It was, it was pretty trashy from what I remember, and that's why he fell into the fifth round. He was productive at Fresno State, and so, yeah, you're kind of seeing the, the cream rise to the crop. Um, so you can actually add him along the mix to Andy Isabella, the slot god, and then the red zone guy, which is Hakeem Butler. Not bad. Not bad to start off year one of the Cliff Kingsbury era, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you naming off all those wide receivers, actually, if I was an Arizona fan, that's actually pretty exciting. And then you got Kyler Murray, and, uh, you know, making the throws back there. If they could put it all together um, during the regular season, I think they'll be, you know, I can't really say that my expectations are really high just because of the, some deficiencies that they have in, on their defense um, and in their, the offensive line, like you touched on. But I think for the future, they, you know, Kingsbury, he did set them up in a situation that Kyler Murray is already run by young weapons. Okay. I agree. I agree. And I will say this, though. I mean, look good so far in preseason, but, I mean, you know, all these receivers outside of Larry Fitzgerald are unproven. Very similar to the Niners. There's Larry Fitzgerald, and then there's a big drop-off in terms of actual NFL in-game experience, you know? Definitely. And you know how big I was on Hakeem Butler going into the draft. I, I wanted him. Yeah. Wanted him, but I think he's, yeah, he's going to be a set on, on Arizona. But we'll see. We'll see. It's preseason. Can't overreact, right? Yeah. I mean, well, you, you got him. He's in the NFC West. He's just on the wrong team, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, right. yeah. Uh, a couple other thoughts. I, I mean, Kyler Murray, he got one drive, six for seven. That was good. Uh, I was glad to see former UCLA Bruin Brett Hundley. He has, in my opinion, uh, he's pretty much the number two quarterback, and he looks the part as a solid depth guy uh, for a Kingsbury backup. He played very well. He had a touchdown as well later on that game, and. You know, to see him from Green Bay to the Seahawks to now, uh, I'm glad to see him finally, I won't say thrive in a system, but he looks really comfortable. He looks really comfortable. Yeah. The, the defense looks okay. I mean, um, you know, obviously the Cardinals won, which is which is always nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a pretty solid, promising game for the Cardinals. Um, the one thing that I would kind of give some shit about would be their run defense. It was... Kind of meh. Um, the Cardinals they they gave up several big runs to the Chargers. I mean, I mean the Chargers they have good running backs and all, but uh, you saw them gas for several runs, which isn't good. And to make matters worse, um, Darius Philon, which is a defensive tackle from the Chargers, ironically, but this offseason they spent uh, a good amount of change. They gave him like a four-year, twenty million dollar deal. 
He was expected to start in their 3-4 defense as a 3-4 defensive end, a run stuffer. And lo and behold, I believe, just looking at the news, like August 20th, he's set for a court date. Um, because, T, check this out. He has, um, he's been arrested for suspicion, aggravated, <laughs> aggravated assaults, uh, pulled out a handgun on a, on a woman at a strip club in May. Uh, what's up with that, Tom? Man, in Arizona, they're just going through a bunch of uh, officer issues from the players down to their executives, right? All right, so you got that. One of their VPs, he got arrested for, I didn't even know you, this could happen, but suspicion of driving under the influence. And then their other defensive tackle, Robert Candice, a former first-round pick, uh, yeah, they cut him as well because he came in this camp out of shape. And so, yeah, the run defense is taking quite a hit. I think that Zach Allen, last year's rookie, should be slated to take over for Phil now. They don't really have a choice. But, uh, yeah, not a good look. Not a good look at all. And I know that for Arizona, especially if you get caught with driving under the influence, it's they have a pretty harsh stance on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're living in Uber and Lyft and rideshare age. There's, there's no excuse. Don't they? Those rich people that have, like, apps on the phone to call an Uber or something instead of driving their expensive cars all messed up. <sighs> yeah. People. Fuck, I know. It's 2019, fellas. We're together in Arizona. It's 2019. Get a get an Uber. Get your I don't know. Get a chauffeur for for Christ's sake. Jesus. Yeah, so Anyways. getting back to football. Okay, so Kyler Murray, he looks sharp. Brent Hundley looks sharp. Um, offense looked okay. They won, which is awesome. Um, I'll take it as a win because this Cardinals team, you know, they're they're rebuilding. And so, you know, you'll take any victory like that. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah I agree. They, they got the W on the field, and I guess that's right. all that matters. But, oh. Right. So, having said that, since you, you kind of saw this game with Kyler Murray starts, looks promising, uh, let's talk about a game that you did check out. Those San Francisco 49ers played the Cowboys at Levi's Stadium. I was actually in attendance, and for the most part, I was kind of there and sober, but, you know, I had a couple of spots going in and out of the game, watching, you know, getting a beer or two. From your perspective, how, what, how, was, the, uh, how was the experience? It was good, you know. Thank, thankfully, it was a night game. It was six o'clock. Uh, really nice weather uh, where I was seated. It was in the shade, so I didn't get burned. During the nighttime, it got a little windy, but it was kind of a kind of a warm breeze. I don't think anyone really cares, but yeah, I, I had a good time. I had a good time. I always have a good time. Nice. Yeah. From your Sorry, angle. Is there anything new in the stadium that we should we should be aware about? Mm, nah, about the same, you know. I mean. There weren't any fights. It's preseason. I know it's like Cowboys and Niners, but from my perspective, I think everyone was hunky dory. Uh, there were a lot of Cowboys fans, though. They they rolled pretty deep. I saw plenty of Dak Prescott. I saw some Des Bryant jerseys. I saw some Winton jerseys. I saw some Irvin jerseys. No, they were well represented in Santa Clara. Okay. Yeah, but uh, you know, well, oh, oh, how did uh, how did they go? You know, I. Uh, at least from my perspective, at least from my perspective, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I was just so happy to see like 
the guys that I've been slowly rooting for upon you know the draft Debo Samuel Jalen Hurd I'm sure you saw from the TV but yeah they were doing their thing they were aggressive with the football Kyle Shanahan mentioned earlier in training camp that the strongest hands in the team has been Debo Samuel Richie James Jr. and Jalen Hurd and you saw Jalen Hurd with two touchdowns and you saw Debo Samuel with that pretty impressive 40 45 yard catch towering over a receiver and you didn't really see that in years past with this uh this not as receivers group so it was refreshing to see that it's refreshing to see Jalen Hurd you know box out his receiver in the red zone for his second touchdown um yeah it's kind of a a nice dimension on this offense that I haven't really been accustomed to for the Niners right yeah, no, that's good to hear. And, you know, everything that you mentioned, and uh, it's just bringing me back to watching the game. And um, I, I like what we're seeing on the young receivers. I think one one tidbit that I took from it is uh, Nick Mullins is, in my opinion, he makes the better decision and he gets the ball out quicker compared to TJ Beathard. And that's the it's thing, too. You know, there's, there's time is just it's, it's painful to watch Beathard in the pocket. I think Beathard has the stronger arm. But Mullins has the quicker release. But he, uh, to your point, yeah, he fucking outplayed C.J. Beathard. It was like night and day. It was pretty obvious, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Given, I mean, both of them had some, they had a couple picks. Um, there was one by Mullins where he didn't see the linebacker on the other side. It was a pretty blatant pick. Um, but, I mean, overall, uh, yeah, uh, Nick Mullins looked pretty good. I will say that one thing that really annoyed me, I'm sure it annoyed you, especially, you know, watching it from the TV, but uh, what's up with those penalties, man? They had 18 penalties for, like, what, 220 yards? Yeah, no, seriously, that's uh, that's really bad. Yeah. And it, it feels like it's just like we picked up where we left off last season, you know? That's, the penalties will always haunt us for some reason. We can't get it out, but then again, you know, it is season week one. You can't overreact. All we could do is just pray that they did that. You know, they make the collection during practice so it doesn't happen during the game that counts. I can kind of overreact because I know that Kyle Shanahan, he's always said, like, I promise we're going to we're gonna get this right, we're going to get this right, but it's the same shit. And, you know, kind of going back on the same shit, uh, we're getting more injuries too. Uh, the biggest one out of this, this game was uh, Sean Cole, Coleman. Uh, it was their swing tackle. Projected as the the backup tackle to Joe Staley and McGlinchey, uh, he actually broke his leg, like the fourth play of the game, which is not good, and so they had to actually pick up uh, a pretty shitty guy in Sam Young from the Dolphins to replace him on the roster. Um, I think that's what uh, that was the only major injury. But then, you know, Trent Taylor, you heard going to this game, he was out because of a. Foot surgery, and then you also heard that uh, a couple other people got hurt, but not as bad as the Coleman one because he's on injured reserve. Um, any other takeaways from this game? Uh, McKinnon too. He, 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 he touched on that, right? How he's going to go back. There's an option to bring him to the IR on week one. Yeah. So I mean, there were. Um, Including McKinnon, including uh, Quan Alexander, uh, 
Malcolm Smith. So there were like there were like 20, 25 players out of this 90-man roster or whatever that didn't play the game either because of injuries or because they chose to, to sit them, you know, like Jimmy Garoppolo or Marquise Goodwin, they chose to not play them. But uh, yeah, uh, there were a lot of players that were withheld this game. I think all the starters were were held out, yeah, other than Dante Pettis. Yeah, offensive line was held out. And, yeah, let's go about that. So, Dante Pettis, they actually made a comment about that. And there was it was kind of addressed in, uh, I think it was Matt Barrows off the athletic he had under his mailbag and just saying, like, well, you know, what's the deal with Pettis? Has he been having a strong camp? Should we, we be worried? But I think it's going back to what they did last year, and it was kind of a mistake. Um, last year, they had uh, Adrian Colbert slated to start, and he didn't really have that much competition. Uh, they had a couple of other, oh, Akella Weatherspoon slated to start, and so they sat both those players out because they didn't, they presumably gave him the starting job, and they didn't really work for it, and they kind of struggled last season and so I think it's the same thing for Pettis they just want to keep him on his toes he hasn't necessarily made it he's probably gonna start uh, from what I've been hearing he's been you know progressing along but I think that they want to make him earn the starting position you get what I'm saying and I, I dig that that's uh yeah it, it shouldn't be given to him yeah and, and some people were kind of alarmed you're saying like oh why is Pettis playing does it mean that he's you know on the chopping block or has he regressed? I don't think that really is the case. I really, I truly believe that he's better than last year. It's just that they want to keep him on his toes and to keep improving and getting more reps. You know. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Any other uh, takes about this game? I mean, you know, it's preseason. Uh, not really much, I guess. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. Possibly. Uh, Jimmy will play next week, so I'm looking towards that. That should be tough. Even though it'll probably be like one, it'll probably be like what one series. One, if two I series. I just hope that there's no more injuries. It's going to be at Denver at Mile High against Vic Fangio's defense, which should be a good challenge. I think that mm-hmm. this time around, from what, at least from what I understand, I think that they're going to give uh, Nick Mullins the starts this upcoming game because they gave C.J. Beathard the start last time. So they're going to go back and forth. Uh, but let's just stay healthy, guys. Let's just stay healthy. Stay uh, Going back to your neck of the woods in Los Angeles. So the Rams played the Raiders. And it is Tuesday night. I have not watched this latest episode of Hard, Hard Knocks. But, uh, yeah, uh, Raiders played well, uh, beat the Rams. The Rams didn't really play you know, going back to, you know, not really playing your starters. They didn't play Jared Goff. They didn't play Gurley. They didn't play any of their notable guys. But uh, you saw Blake Bortles, which is kind of cool, kind of weird to see in the Rams uniform. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, you know, Sean McVay, known for not, not playing starters all throughout preseason. And he he says that there's no point for, for his starters to play in preseason. So, I don't know how interesting the, uh, the remaining three weeks of preseason will be of what they're regarding the Rams. I guess just looking forward to, you know, the, the twos and the threes. Yeah, I think the only thing to, to really note about is just, and I mentioned this on the last podcast, is, you know, their new starters on the interior line. You have Brian Allen as the center. You have Joseph Notebloom 
No boom as the left guard, which is interesting. And then I think that the only big battle that I saw, you know, uh, to replace Ndamukong Su on the defensive line, it's a competition between Sebastian Joseph Day and the rookie Greg Gaines. A um, little bit of competition, and maybe Tenzel Smart. Yeah, they're they're all in the mix in the defensive line. Um, cornerback. I mean, their secondary for the most part is pretty much set. Uh, I liked what I saw out of Taylor Rep. Safety out of UW, rookie, half Asian by the way, which is super cool. He looks pretty good. Uh, I think that they'll definitely have him in the mix on the secondary. Um, it was also good to see a little bit of competition out of their cornerbacks. Um, you know, I'll keep to leave. And Marcus Peters are obviously the presumed starters along with their nickel, nickel, Roby Coleman. But it was good to see like David Long and a couple of their other guys um, play and make a case for, for the roster. Um, but yeah, I mean, to your point, they didn't really play too many starters. Uh, I think it's, it's more so what I'm just seeing on the trenches. So defensive line, defensive tackle. That's an interesting battle that they're having. And then on the interior line, uh, actually, now that I, I mention it, um, you know, you saw Bobby Evans, David Edwards. They are two tackles they drafted in the mid rounds this past draft class. And so, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, it's just it's nothing too exciting, Tom. It's like trenches type of battle. But I mean, it, it, it does matter, you know. It, yeah, definitely. It does matter. It does matter. So, uh, yeah. Both, both positions are, you know, they're, they're the unsung heroes, but, you know, just, in, just recently, you know, the, the value of the offensive lineman has been uh, higher than ever, right? Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another thing to note, too, I mean, you know, there's Cooper Cup, you have Robert Woods, you have Brandon Cooks, Josh Reynolds, that's the fourth receiver. Uh, the number 5-6, I mean, you have Mike, Mike Thompson, Mike Thomas, Jojo Nets. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say about this game just because, well, the Rams didn't really play their guys and they lost. So that's that's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard knock, by the way. Are you watching that? No. So I just got back home. It is like 10 o'clock right now. I just got back home from work stuff. I think that I will watch the episode after this podcast, though. We could talk more after that. It's good to see that Antonio Brown is uh, back and practicing, from what I hear. He's back with the team in full effect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. It's pretty entertaining to watch. I'm not going to lie. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so you did finish the second episode, though, right? Huh? Did you finish the second episode today? Yes, I did. Okay, so i got to check it out. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, uh, last but not least... Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, they played the Broncos. The Niners are going to play the Broncos next week. But, uh, yeah, Seattle, they won, which is always nice. And it was kind of um, it was kind of nice to see former first-round pick out of Memphis, uh, Paxton Lynch. And so going to this game, it seemed like Geno Smith was going to be the presumed backup to Russell Wilson. But I don't think I've ever seen this, but Paxton Lynch, he had one hell of a game. He, he dropped his team down the field he had a touchdown to uh undrafted rookie uh ferguson um looks like he can actually take the number two spot uh did you get the chance to hear about paxton lynch or anything else for the seahawks uh no 
Um, it's weird. I'm not lie. It's weird. I'm in Paxton Lynch. You reminded me that Paxton Lynch was on the Seahawks. Yeah. I completely forgot that. Okay. Um, that is interesting. <laughs> but I guess it kind of fit, you know, that pocket Paxton mold that yeah. Pete Carroll would like. Yeah, no, it was, it's an interesting wrinkle. Uh, another thing to note about this game is it was good to see uh, I saw especially some of the rookies, um, you know, ha- have a couple decent outings. Their second-round pick out of Utah, uh, Marquise Blair, he had a couple nasty hits. That was nice to see. I think he's projected to play strong safety. Um, I-, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to take the starting role, but, you know, between Tedrick Thompson, uh, Bradley McDougal, I mean, you know, they're, they're still Del- Delano Hill. They're still trying to figure out the depth along there. Uh, at cornerback, you know, you got Shaquille Griffin and, and Trey Flowers. Uh, but mm, I, I don't know. They're, the rest of their cornerbacks are kind of up uh, along the depth charts. I think that you have Akeem King. He should be the nickel. Um, but, you know, uh, Jamar Taylor, Nico Thorpe, they're certainly in the mix. Um, it was nice to see Cody Barton uh, out of Utah. He is another third-round pick out of Utah. Uh, so there's another news. Remember uh, that linebacker from Philly? He's on the Seahawks now. Uh, Michael Kendricks. Remember him for illegal trading? Inside oh yeah. Tra- yeah, yeah. So I thought it was all, I thought it was all hunky dory because he's on the roster now. But apparently he has another court date in September, which is like week four in September, and so that might compromise him again. Yeah, that's, you heard about that, right? Yeah, that's that's the court date. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the court date. That might not be there. The good news one. <laughs> so, interestingly enough, I mean, the, uh, the Seahawks, they drafted like, I, I swear to God, they drafted like 13 rookies this past draft class. So, Cody Barton out of Utah, and then you have, I think out of, um, I think out of UConn, Ben Burke-Hervin. Those are two rookie linebackers that might see more playing time sooner than later. Uh, one thing that kind of bothered me about this game, and I mean, you know, the Seahawks won, which is great, but... Uh, didn't see a lot of push out of the pass rush from their defensive line. I know that Ziggy Ansa is is hurt. He, he didn't really play, or he, uh, he didn't play. L.J. Collier, their first round pick out of TCU, he's hurt. He didn't play. Uh, so yeah, between Nazir Jones or Shim Green, uh, your boy Cassius Marsh. I didn't really see too much of a pass rush. And you already have Jerron Reed, who's going to be out the first six games of the season. I don't know, man. I I don't feel too enthused by this front seven in terms of a good pass rush from their defensive line. I feel that they might. It's probably not going to happen, but I mean, how dope would it be if they traded for like JV, you know, Clowney from the Texans or something like that? Yeah, I mean, definitely Seattle is going to be going just the going pains with their defense. Um, it was officially end of that uh, LLB era, and then now they're transitioning to the youth, which isn't bad, but it's just, you know, we're going to start seeing a defense that's going to be a little bit more penetrable than in past years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that kind of bugged me is just uh, their defensive line. It's they're they're kind of waiting for someone to emerge. I was really rooting for for Shane Green at USC. Nazira Jones, he's been eh. As of right now, for the defensive tackles, I mean, it looks looks looking like Puna Ford, Al Woods. I mean, these guys are they're they're okay. You know what I'm saying, but uh, nothing's really popping out so far. 
Nothing to blow your socks off. Yeah. Uh, another thing to note, um, your boy DK Metcalf, he, I think he, yeah, he was there. He didn't really ball out. It was more so Jazz Ferguson, but he was there. Mm. Any other thoughts about this game? Or any thoughts about the Seahawks? I know you love the Seahawks. Uh, not really. Um, I guess we'll... I'll go ahead. I'll definitely pay attention week two to the teams as uh, hopefully more starters will get the DP. Yeah. Yeah. I think things are just humming along. And the good thing about them is no injuries, nothing off the field, no fuckboy DUI stuff. Uh, oh, another thing that was kind of cool. Uh, Ooh, Amadi. He was a, I think it was like a fourth round pick out of Oregon. He's like a safety slash cornerback, nickelback hybrid or whatever. He played really well. Uh, no, I think he's just steady as she goes with with the Seahawks right now. Yep. Yeah. So they'll, they'll find a way to stay, stay in the mix all season. I yeah. know it. Yeah, just because that's what Seahawks, Seahawks do Seahawks things. Okay. Well, T-Up, that's all I really have to say about preseason week one. Anything else top of mind as we go into uh, week two? Anything else been, been bugging you? No, uh, I'm excited that football is it was good to see football on again and on, on TV on the Sunday and um definitely looking forward to it for the rest of the season. Oh, and our fantasy draft. We, um we need to we need to get that draft day settled. We do, we do. I think it's gonna be like Oh, alright. So the season starts on September fifth, which is a Thursday. I'm pretty sure we'll do pretty close to the date. I always hate doing fantasy drafts like during the pre no, I won't say during the preseason, but like way too early, and then some shit happens, and then your your draft pick gets compromised, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah, so of course. it'll it'll work itself out. It'll work itself out. Anyway, see up. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. For those that follow me on the pod, continue to do so on Spotify at iTunes, and then you also have Twitter at Just the West, and of course the blog www.justthewest.com. Till next time, we out here. Peace. No.